Welcome, everyone, to episode 22 on Unspeakable Bliss. Today's episode is going to be a meditation guided by yours truly. And welcome, everyone, on Insight Timer. This is officially the first meditation that I'll be sharing on Insight Timer. So if you're watching on Spotify or Apple or YouTube or now Insight Timer, the links to all the other places should be available in the description to this video or in some cases, audio file. So maybe if you're listening and you want the video element, you can find that on YouTube or Spotify and vice versa. So maybe you just heard the motorcycle in, in the background uh, because I'm sitting outside. I just returned to Costa Rica. That's where I live. And the reason, one of the reasons why I named this meditation Open Sky Abiding Awareness is because this meditation will be one of welcoming whatever arises, whether that's noises in the background here for me uh, or noises in the background for you too, wherever you're listening or the, the what can be the noisy mind. Uh, and the reason that I'm doing th this meditation this way, well, one, I wanted to be sitting outside and Second, uh, a meditation like this helps me to welcome everything. That doesn't mean accepting and passively saying yes to everything, but uh, if your life, if your mind, if you're, how you're constructed, if you're anything like me, it is very rare that I can find a space to be an absolute external silence. And even if I do find myself in that situation, it seems that the quieter the outside is, the louder the, the, my own uh, dialogue with myself is. So the point is, uh, which I'll, I'll begin in a moment after these few words, to welcome everything that arises. Whether they're thoughts, feelings, difficult feelings, difficult emotions, whatever's arising. This is reminiscent of Francis Lucille. He's a, a teacher meditation teacher. He says, meditation is a universal yes to everything. And that, so that's what exactly what we will be practicing today. So as a way of beginning, there's no formal sitting posture for this meditation. Just make yourself comfortable if you're already not. I find that when I am upright and seated, 
that uh, my mind is a little less active than when I lay down. And as a first pointer, is to simply notice what seems to be captivating your attention most. Could be a body sensation. For me, there's this sort of a, a sensation in my throat area here. But for you, it could be something entirely different. It could be your mind noticing a thought that keeps on repeating from something that happened earlier. Maybe it's a physical pain, but just as a first pointer, just bring your attention to the sensation, emotion, or thought that is sort of grabbing your attention. And if there's nothing there, I'll come attend your meditation. If there's nothing there, then you can just be with whatever it is that is present for you. a beautiful quality of just noticing what's arising. Is recognizing that we're not trying to change anything. We're not trying to alter our experience. We're not even trying to meditate or to achieve anything. That's what I find most enjoyable with this sort of meditation. We're just allowing ourselves and our lives, regardless of the thoughts and ideas of how we might want to improve, how we might want to change, 
even, even if that is what brought us to this very meditation, we're just allowing those thoughts, feelings, sensations, emotions to, to be exactly as they are, instead of resisting what is or saying yes to what is. There's a lightness that comes with that, that acceptance. That's why just moments before I began the meditation, the Insight app asked, is this for a beginner, someone that has less experience or a far greater amount of experience? And at first I clicked the greater experience because this is the place that I've come to after seven years of intensive meditation practice and different sort of practices. But the beautiful part about this practice, abiding as awareness and the open sky as awareness, is that we already are it. And that is what I wish to point to. So it's like the Zen mind, beginner mind. the paradox that we already are it, and yet we're still sitting, we're still practicing, but we're not practicing to get something. This is a relief from doing something to get something. We're just doing this. And if you catch yourself doing this meditation to try and attain even peace or whatever idea it is, just allow that thought to be. It's this constant allowing. And in this way, there's not a difference from the practice of formal meditation and our day-to-day -day lives. Everything can be a practice. But not a practice to achieve something. And if we notice that we're practicing to achieve something, we feel that we can't help it. Well, we just allow that. It's like we keep catching our mind wanting something other than what is. It's all about the quality of when we, so to speak, catch ourselves. Because we're not doing anything wrong. We're just sitting here now, practicing. Why? Because we are. To recognize that which we already are. To see, to experience our innate freedom not once we practice enough, then we'll get that freedom. Oh, but just to recognize right now 
that is what I am. And if we feel that we are not, if we go, oh, well, I don't feel that, well, we can bring our attention to that sort of feeling and being with that. So this continual acceptance, accepting ourselves exactly as we are this moment. In this moment. In this moment. Relaxing. Into ourselves. The ultimate teaching that I have come across, the best way that I could put it into words is that we truly already are that which we are seeking. We are that which we are looking for. We are the peace we are the happiness, we are the wholeness that we are looking for. And when we recognize that, we can simply abide. As that. Be an example of that. Be that for ourselves and for others. I believe it's a Sufi quote found in the Quran that says everywhere we look is the face of Allah or the face of God. Imagine that. Imagine the compassion and love that we can be overflowing with. To look around the world as it is now, with everything that's happening, including our own, if there is any psychological suffering or challenges, the war that's happening, wars that are happening. Wow, everywhere I look is the face of God.
there's a statue of, of the Buddha and he's sitting there, his facial expression. For those watching, you can see it's something like this. And it is impossible to tell whether the Buddha is about to break out in tears of suffering, having compassion for all beings, crying tears of sorrow, or whether he's going to burst out in joy and elation and laughter. Because he knows that we are all one and we all are essentially peaceful. And this is the predicament that we find ourselves in. So I invite each of you as you go about your day today. To recognize if you did experience any amount of joy or peace or equanimity or freedom from this meditation that that what I'm pointing to is already what is inside of you. And I feel that if anything I said awoken that or elicited that it's because there's a recognition, a remembrance of that which you already know yourself essentially to be. So the invitation is during any moment of your day today, when you, if your eyes are closed, when you open them and you continue your day to, to use your own life as an experiment, so to speak, where you can test the durability of what I am speaking to, what I'm pointing to here. See on a moment by moment basis, if you can internally allow that saying yes to life to be coming through. And I, I emphasize internally because a yes to life could actually look like an absolute and emphatic saying no to something. To illustrate that, let's say that somebody continually oversteps their boundary from us, a yes to life would initially be to say no to that person, <laughs> which is a yes to you, a no to them and a yes to you. And when we bring our awareness and our attention in this, this way to our life, We can see how little of a difference there is from a sitting meditation and other aspects of our lives. Life is a living meditation. And our, our challenges contain some of the most incredible wisdom teachings for us. The last piece I would like to share here is something I shared in 
the a recent meditation that I, I believe the last meditation on unspeakable bliss. Which is what the teacher a saint, his name is Ramana Maharshi. People would come to him and in all sorts of ways they were asking how they could improve different areas of their own lives. And he would say to them, he said, what are you, why are you trying to improve your life when you don't even know what you are? Why are you trying to improve all of these different things when you don't know what you are or who you are? So the point that he's making is when we can just settle down and be with ourselves as we are. This was his teaching to be. He said, be as you are. You are that. You are already that. Not you will become that. And the that that he's speaking of is this unbounded, free, totally unique, because no one else can be you, and yet totally connected with all of existence. He was saying, you are that. I am that. Consciousness wholeness and it appears as Christopher it appears as you everyone and all beings so his, his point is why are you all trying to improve x y and z when you don't even know what it is that you're trying to improve or who you're trying to improve and he would suggest this method called self-investigation, uh, self-inquiry, which is in some regards what we're doing here, which is exploring who or what is it that is having this experience right now. And if, if when we come to recognize what we are, what we already are, uh, it would be like this to, to illustrate with an analogy. It's as though our, our body, let's use our body and our life situation as a boat. And there's a bunch of little holes all around the side of the boat. We're going from one hole to another hole, trying to uh, fill it. But there's a hundred different holes, let's say, each coming out with little streams of water. We're going from hole to hole, just two fingers at a time, filling it with our, stopping it with our finger, stopping it with our finger, but then removing that finger and going around one, we're never going to plug all the holes because we only have two fingers. <laughs> and what we didn't notice is that the boat, that water is not actually causing the boat to sink, but we're so focused on that that we didn't notice that in the center of the boat, there's a big hole with a hundred times the amount of water coming into this boat. And if we only just sat down, let's say when we sat down on that, we would completely uh, seal the boat. But we're too focused on these hundred little holes. That's the same thing that Ramana Maharshi is suggesting is that we recognize, we remember who we are, what we are in, in truth. instead of 
going around plugging these small holes. Okay, last thing I promise, because this is one of the things that I found to be most, most supportive on this journey. Because I came to a point where I realized that it seemed no matter what I would be doing, I would always be sort of fooling myself and saying, well, I'm, I'm sitting here to meditate and I'm not doing it to free myself, even though I was, even though I was attempting to free myself from my own suffering and, and trying to get solutions to life situations through meditation. If I could only be whole enough, if I can only be perfect enough. Well, if we realize if we're recognizing that we can't seem to help it, sure, self-inquiry works. Sure, meditation works. But if we realize, if we're honest, if we're just rigorously honest with ourselves and we say, you know what? I give up. Surrender, baby. Through surrender, it is when I have recognized that suffering is grace. Because I realized, I realized to this day again and again, only when I really see that there is nothing I can do about this, then I can only truly surrender. The fake surrender is, <laughs> is when, when I'm uh, saying, yeah, I'm meditating without the intention of freeing myself, even though the only reason I'm doing it is because I want to free myself from some circumstance or something that I'm afraid to face. So when I sit there and go, yeah, you know what? This is hopeless. That's when hope is found. That's when true surrender kicks in, but we can't even fabricate that. So my point is The moment when we feel like we can't even surrender is when true surrender happens. And then here we are in the open sky, abiding as awareness. Thank you for those that have listened, watched. Those new audience uh, meditation listeners on Insight, thank you very much. If you know anyone that would be supported by this or that would enjoy this, please feel free to share this meditation, contemplation, And I will see you in the next meditation, next episode.